0: Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. The following is rated MA. Some people may find it offensive. It contains language, adult themes and immature content, as well as fart jokes. There will be lots of fart jokes. Listener discretion is advised. You've been warned. The Weekly Wodge. So, what the hell is a wodge? It's defined as a large piece or amount of something. Just something. It could be the exact opposite of a show about nothing. Seinfeld fans, you know where I'm coming from. What this wodge is, is unlike any podcast you've ever heard before. Access to the biggest names in sport and their personal side. As the title says, it's unfiltered. A contact book of 30 plus years in the media and sports industry, and calling on all the mates to have a chat. Everyone you hear here is a good bloke, and I'm brushing the wankers. The aim is really simple, and it's in line with what I prided myself on for years on TV. The aim is to take your mind off the hassles in life, the ones ...that we all live with. I hope you're able to forget the negatives... ...have a giggle, learn something or learn about someone... ...or find it entertaining. Something just to put a smile on your face. It's an insider's look at the wonderful world of sports... ...interviews, segments, specials and special guests... ...rants, debates, polls and stories that will straighten your pubes. We've got free stuff too. We love free stuff. And when you combine hardcore sports chat with fart jokes... I reckon you got the perfect mix. And if you don't like fart jokes or think they're immature... Come on, I know you're smiling. Give it a chance. Fart jokes are hilarious. That's hashtag fact. So let's rip into the... Uh, hello? Andy, it's Minnie. Anthony Minicello, one of the greatest fullbacks I've had the pleasure of seeing, Premiership winner, former Golden Boot winner too. There's a heap of quality number ones around currently. Who's your pick?
1: Uh, who's my pick? Well, you know, I can't go past James Tedesco at the moment. I think, you know, yeah, Caelan Ponga. There's, I, I think, in any team at the moment, the, all the number ones are great. RTS, but uh, for me, it's Tedesco just because... His good game from his bad game is still about 8, 9, 10 out of 10. Yeah.
0: He's the second best Italian fullback I've ever seen. <laughs> Thanks, mate. We've got some quality ones. If you look through it, Gutherson, Ponga, Travojevic, RTS, Mitchell, Pappenhausen, but all very different from one another. They're, they're creating their mm. own path.
1: Yeah, they are. I think they are very different from one another. And I think fullback is uh, becomes such an important position in any team now in the modern game um, where they act like a bit of a ball player but organising the defensive line. If you want a good um, defensive structure or a good defensive record, then you need a good fullback organising that line. And then just, you know, it's it's you know, it's brutal back there too. You've got catching high balls, low balls under pressure. Um and all these guys, um, as you just mentioned, have slightly different games, but they're an integral part of their team. Minnie, were you a
0: talker at the back defensively organizing everyone?
1: Yeah, like towards the end of my career, very much so. And you know, Robbo was huge on organizing, giving the defensive line to the fullback. That that's your role. Okay. That's your defensive line. You organize that line. So we you know, we we game planned a lot of teams on how they attack and what numbers we would set to give our defensive line the best chance to combat that. Yeah, we're
0: certainly blessed with some fullbacks currently, all a little different from one another too, which is nice. And we've just spoken to one of the great ones in Anthony Minichello, Mini, mini Fit. Where can we find you online?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's just minifit.com.au. Uh, jump on there and have a look. And if you want to sign up, was, uh two weeks free as well. So jump on and train with me.
0: Adults and kids, everyone included. 100%. He's a cool dude, Minnie, always has been. Not everyone in footy, though, is cool. Something to think about. Great debate. Who's the best blow up in the game? Or is that blower up or up? In the coach's box or the sidelines, say? Wayne Bennett? Nah, he's cool. Todd Payton? Pretty relaxed. Desi Hasler's probably in the final, a podium chance perhaps. Loves to ditch the headsets and flick the Fred stare. Brad Arthur's got a blow-up in him. Adam O'Brien's a bit the same. For me, it's a two-coach race, separated at the finish post by a nose, Ricky Stewart and Craig Bellamy. Here's a grab from one of our upcoming Legends Series interviews with Craig and the two former teammates and best mates, giving it to one another about their off-field explosions. On behalf of the fans, we get great enjoyment out of watching your blow-ups in the coach's box, but so too do others, your rivals. We interviewed your very good mate Ricky Stewart on episode four, and he had this to say. Do you get a giggle out of seeing other coaches blow up? I know Craig Bellamy's a great mate of yours. It still makes me laugh. It just never gets old. He's worse than me.
2: He is a dickhead in the box, mate, honestly.
0: He could be up by 18 and he's going <laughs> off his head. And, and I, I sit back and laugh
2: and laugh and laugh at him. And then I sit back and think,
3: Jesus Christ, they're all sitting back and laughing at me.
0: Oh, with mates like that, who needs enemies?
3: <laughs> but uh, Exactly, exactly. The one thing I will, I, I will you know, I, I don't usually retort or re- return, um, you know, I suppose, slander from um, from Rick because he's he's a lot smarter than me at that because he's, he does it to a lot more people and he does it a lot more often. Yeah. But the one thing I have never been guilty of is throwing a full bottle of water at, at one of our supporters. Like I don't understand – At I can understand the opposition supporters but, hey, Rick, mate, don't go throwing stones at me if you're throwing water bottles at your own fans, mate. <laughs>
0: Love it. Absolute gold. If you haven't listened to any of the Legends series yet, you should. Some cracking interviews and stories so far. And these blokes have truly been unfiltered on the list in the dozen episodes to date. Gordy Tallis, Mitch Moses, Adam Reynolds, Ricky Stewart, Big John McCarthy. Yes, Big John, the finest referee in MMA and UFC. Also, Maddie Scott, Josh Morris, Daly Cherry Evans, Darcy Ward. What a story that is, too. And the big Coltrane, Davey Taylor. The list of who's coming up over the next few weeks and months, just as impressive. There's some sweet podcasts coming up. The Blast is to help you through their short stories about uh, random shit, really. Craig Gower told us his 2003 Dally M story, We've also profiled Bruno the Bonehead. You want to laugh? You also want to be horrified at the same time? Head to Episode 8 and listen to this story. That'll tick both of those boxes. You're listening to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Want to be part of the team? We have both corporate and private sponsorship packages available. You set the terms. Check out the website at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au or send an email to Terry. That's with an eye at Andy Raymondunfiltered.com.au. This is the weekly Wodge on Andy Raymond Unfiltered and it's feature interview time. And the best-looking fella in Canberra has dropped in for a chat. 276 games, 2,142 points. The Canberra Raiders' captain, Jared Croker. Finals time, my man. What changes on the training field this week?
4: You're very generous there to start off with, mate. But, um, yeah, look, it's um, – obviously, you know, the bar does lift in intensity. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's uh, – obviously, we, we had a majority of our players, probably 10 of our – nine or 10 players in the weekend had it freshen up. Yeah. So there's it's that feeling of, you know, fresh and first up and, you know, a bit on the bit, ready to go. So um, we're, we're very keen. Um, it's, you've got to, got to be careful as well. It's, uh, you've got a longer, longer week, you don't want to, yep. um, you know, you don't want to be peaking too early. So it's a matter of, um, you know, being sharp, being accurate, not obviously not training too long. You don't want to use up too much of your energy, but just just making sure we know our process and, um how we want to play the game on saturday night and then and then just slowly building towards it it's um it's a bit of a process try to slow it down and break it all down through the week and and like i said just try and build that energy towards saturday night because um it's a big big game
0: i know a few of you were pissed off that ricky rested you last weekend but now are you happy can you see the advantages a little bit fresher
4: yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually wasn't pissed off. I, I huh? was. I was pretty wrecked, to be honest. But, for once in my the, the only time in my whole career I've ever copped it. I reckon, like copped. Yeah, right. I will probably need a rest. That's yeah. that. I've, I've always hated. I hate being injured. I hate missing games. Yeah. Um, but last week I've just sort of. Um, and, and what made it easier was there was ten, nine or ten of us. So you don't want to be that one that sits out. Wanted to sit out. When yeah. when I realised all of us were sitting out, it's like right. we will all have a weekend off. Then we'll give these blokes a. You know, the young boys a chance to um, have a crack because they deserve it too the, the amount of work that they've had to yeah. do and they've had every bit of sacrifice as us um, without playing a game on the weekend uh, you know they 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 get to train all week and get flogged and then uh, they can't just turn around and go to the pub with their mates on the weekend they got to go and sit in the bubble still so um, it was great to see those boys get an opportunity and um, some of our senior boys that did play really stepped up and um, you know, led the young boys around so uh, yeah, I think a few boys would have obviously wanted to play as well on the weekend, but I reckon, um, you know, come Monday morning, waking up nice and fresh and uh, ready to go is probably a better feeling.
0: A horror run of injuries earlier in the year. You've kept in the fight, and I reckon you're probably looking a more mature, consistent footy side this year.
4: Fair call? Yeah, probably a fair call, mate. Um, I think yeah, our depth helps that, the depth we've got on the squad. Obviously, we like you said, we've had a couple of injuries, and our depth in the forwards has really been tested, Um and, and obviously around Hodjo, losing Hodjo as well. But um, I think the the depth there with Tommy Starling coming in and mm. uh, Starlow was the first one to say, he goes, mate, I'm not Josh Hodgson. I'm just going to do my job. And, and that's all we need Starlow to do is his job. And he's, he's done it really well. Um, it's It's been, um, you know, obviously there was some testing times there with the injuries, but very proud of the way the club has pulled through. And, um, you know, a lot of people probably would have ridden us off there throughout the year when we lost so many Leaders and, and forwards and uh, like I said, senior players and, and obviously Hodgie, the probably one of the best if not the best hooker in the competition, so in the world. So uh, a lot of people would rid us off, rid us off then, and um, to get into fifth, e- equal fourth on points and fifth on four and against. Um, after what's been a tough year for everyone, and um, yeah, we, we've done a lot of travel as well, so it's been a big year uh, to get there, and um, it's a very very big effort by the club, and I am very proud of the boys and. Um, it all starts again now and like I said it's good that we had that opportunity to freshen up because it's a new competition and, and we're coming in coming in fresh you
0: mentioned the middles I think they've been underrated I in particular think that the interchange middles have been underrated big strong and extremely fast
4: I think they've been great yeah they, they are and, and fit they get a lot of minutes out our middles um, you know Papa gets a lot of credit and he deserves that he's you know he's a freak Papa and yep. Um, you know, he gets a lot of that credit, but you, you, Dynamis Lewis, um, I feel Ryan Sutton, He's I uh, got to get scans today on that knee, but he's been outstanding, Sutter, and I, I genuinely feel sorry for him. Yep. He's a champion bloke, and um, hopefully the scans aren't too bad, but uh, he's been outstanding for us. Um, and, and, you know, Denarmus, very much a quiet achiever. Joe Tarp, and he's played as good footy as I've seen him play uh, this year. So those boys have really stepped up and helped Papa, as well as having the absence of, uh, obviously see a lead you know see come back in the weekend but he's been out for three months so obviously that that leadership mentality and that uh, that old hard head i think really yeah. has really taken that on and um taken it personal to to lead the boys there so you're right those boys probably the quiet achievers of the team have really been you know some of our best throughout the whole year and um, you know, even even Elliot Whitehead, I know he gets a bit of credit, but he he doesn't get anywhere near the credit he deserves yeah. to get. Elliot, he's he's been outstanding again. He's he's a model of consistency, smell. So, um, we're very lucky that we we do have that depth and and a good bunch of boys to do it with. They, um, you know, a lot of them, a lot of the boys down here don't get the wraps they deserve, but you know they don't really care either. They're just happy to chip away and and do their part for the team, which is why we're our, you know our culture is how it is.
0: The disappointment, and the heartbreak, and the frustration of last year. Let's turn it into a positive what did you learn what's the what's the positive that you're moving forward with now
4: um, yeah look it's yeah you know, it, it was heartbreaking it's 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 always going to be like that um you know you're probably only only little bit of satisfaction you get is to go out and win one after it so um yeah look it's it's it is what it is though um, we had our chance to win that game but um there's certainly that little bit of burning desire and um confidence I think we gain a lot of confidence out of that I think we're probably as in general where we're probably a stronger side than where we were last year this time last year Mm -hmm. so I I do believe that and um yeah confidence wise we we believe that we can win the competition and and we have to I mean you you know you're pushing it uphill if you're going to the finals and don't think you can win the comp but we genuinely do believe we can win the competition regardless of where we finished um so that's that's probably the main thing I did get out of that is the confidence and, and belief. And I'm um, I'm glad it, it's flowed through into the whole team and, um, and the whole season. Um, we've only lost six games this year. So that's, that's a sign that um, we reacted well from the loss last year, but um, still plenty to go now. Like I said, it's a completely new series now, mate.
0: You mentioned confidence and belief, and it looks like your number seven has got it in bucket loads at the moment. Maybe a, a slowish start to his NRL career, Geez, he's adjusted.
4: He's going well, isn't he, Georgie? He um yeah and yeah, it was always it's always gonna take time. It's a new half combination and yep. Um it's only what are we eighteen games old now, or whatever is nineteen games old at the moment. Like they, they Jacko and George have still got plenty of years of football in front of them together. Yep. So um it's only been yeah, raw and, and new, but geez, it's it's grown in strength and um Jacko's just Jacko's Jacko, he's just a competitor. He's he's grown another leg, which I didn't think he could do after last yeah. year, but he's going even better. So and yeah, Georgie's Georgie's um, like you he said, he's getting better and better each week and he's he's buddy impressive and he's a really good bloke to have around too. And um I think um those two boys have really really yeah. um jumped it up again, um, especially after losing Hodge. They've made Stalo's job nice and easy yep. in there and both barking at the at the forwards there and um, you know, letting the rest, let the rest of the boys do their job as well. So, it's it's yeah, like you said, it's a confidence thing as well, and and those boys have got plenty of it, which is which is what we need.
0: Is Georgia just a genuine footballer? Like he he's, he he might not be the the athlete, but just the genuine footballer.
4: Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, he's just a footy player. Yeah. Um, he plays what he sees. He, he's yeah. got a good good little kick. He'll, he's not afraid to throw a cutout ball or a, do a chip and chase. Which you know it's. It misses, it misses, they always are, but uh, yeah, you're right, he's just a genuine footballer and um, you know, very, very laid back sort of bloke, too, pretty cruisy. Um, and, and then you, you got Jacko, who's just that he's just an athlete, Jacko, he's just a powerful athlete, and um, which we've always known, but the way Jacko's become a, a leader and a talker, and um, he's literally leading the side around the field, um, uh, that's what's probably impressed me the most about Jackie over the last sort of 18 months, is the way he's really taken on that half half roll and uh, not only taking it on, he's, you know, he's run straight over it. He's um, one of the best in the game at at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting for us.
0: Cronulla is a club. They'll fight for anything. We know that. Um, What do you need to be careful of this weekend?
4: Yeah. Cronulla. Um, Yeah. Yeah, mate. You're right. They've, they've just got that in him. And and I know Wade Graham, he's full of, full of that. He's just a fighter. He's a competitor. He wants to win everything. Um, and he's a bloody good footballer. So he's gonna lead that side like there's there's no tomorrow because there's literally no tomorrow for either of us, uh, for, for both of us in this this game. So uh we know what they're gonna bring. Uh, we know for feeder will be, you know, when we know what he'll be like in a big game. We we know those those sorts of players that they've got. Josh Dugan's a big game player, mate. They're they're full of them. So uh, we know exactly what they're gonna be like, but we've just got to focus on us. And like I said, um get get our attention to detail and, and what we need to do. And execute, get it right through the week, um, and then just have our energy. Which, with ten thousand people now at Canberra Stadium, we'll probably feel like a hundred thousand. I reckon we'll be, we we uh, we shouldn't be short on energy at the start anyway.
0: How's the coach this week? Does he get more angry and more intense at finals time?
4: Uh, no, he's actually he's been really good. Yeah. I think I think I think the week um, we only had added, we, we didn't have much today, so he didn't have the chance to be that cranky. But um, we. I think last week with the young boys having a go, the old boys getting a rest, it really freshened up the club, the coaching staff, the old players. You know, they, if, you know, went through the same motions, get played the same team, they come in Monday with the same result, then um, and a few busted boys, then what was the point of it? Um, but, you know, everyone's fresh. I think the coaching staff have had a good freshen up as well. And, um, yeah, look, they'd the, be excited to stick, probably have to, keep the deafeners in for a couple of days as well, but I'm sure a few of the boys are like that. So uh, we'll just have to maintain that, that energy and uh, get ready to roll.
0: Always a pleasure, Toots. Good luck. Thanks, champion. Want to know what's coming up on the podcast? Well, stalk us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at the Andy Raymond. Share the love and share the posts.
5: I love my sport. I don't play it, of course. No way. I had an asthma attack this morning stirring my porridge. I do like watching sport, though. I was watching that Tour de France the other day. All those Tour de Frenchies riding around on their bikes and it reminded me of a bunch of middle-aged blokes that get around my suburb on a Saturday morning. They dress in the same outfits, the weirdos. The only thing they're racing for, though, is the last croissant at the local cafe. They couldn't race for the yellow jersey because... After they visit the cafe, to would be covered in bacon and egg roll. Talking about sport, the greatest sport of all, marriage. I am getting married this year and my girlfriend, future wife, said to me, she's going to nickname me, get a new nickname for me. She's going to nickname me her trophy husband. I thought, yeah, yeah, because you've, you've won a premiership, haven't you, darling? She says, no, no, I'm English. My favourite football team is Manchester United. You've got massive ears. You look like the FA Cup. You're my trophy husband. I've been married before, though. I've been married before. I uh, was married to a very Aussie lady. Uh, she had a very Aussie name. Her name was Narelle. Spelled N-R-L because she loved rugby league. She loved rugby league so much she started to look like a front rower towards the end there and uh, had a little rugby league nickname for her. I used to call her the Winger because she never went into touch. I love me sport, though.
0: We love us some Mick Meredith, and thank you to the great man. Mick was one of the originals on the footy show and has been at the top of his game for decades. He's available for your next function. Visit mick.com.au. Pretty simple web address to remember. Mick.com.au. Thank you, champion. Four games of footy this weekend, the Panthers and the Roosters and the Storm and the Eels. All four sides get a second chance because they finish top four. The Raiders and the Sharks play, as do the Rabbitohs and the Knights on Sunday. And for these four sides, it's elimination footy the whole way. The next game they lose is their last. The Panthers, too good all year. Minor premiers and easily. 18 wins, one draw, one loss only. How good are they going and they've proven a heap of doubters wrong, but they're not worried about proving anything to anyone except themselves, and that's possibly where their strength lies. Some similarities, what are you but... Doing? I'm recording. Can I be on? No. Why not? Because you're a pest.
1: You're a pest? You're annoying. You're annoying. Why can't I be on?
0: Because you annoy me, and I don't think it's fair to let you annoy anyone else. Now, go away. Now, where were we? Yeah, this group of young fellas and the similarities of the Penny's last Premiership side in 2003. The last Penrith side to win the Premiership was 2003, led by this awesome human, a great footballer, an even better bloke, and the current defending and undefeated champion of sculling jugs of vodka and orange. Craig Gower joins us. Hello, Piggy. What do you make of this side of 2020? Well,
2: are you reminiscing back to about '97, there, Eddie, or what, mate? Correct, What's no? No. 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 The old, mate. The Super League Grand yeah.
0: Final week was the loosest week in the history of the world, and you and I excelled together.
2: Yeah. How good was Super League AR, ARL and all that shit going on? It was. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, you know. Having having week week long junkets anywhere, and it's yeah, it was pretty cool. It was good, you know. So yeah,
0: it certainly was, mate. Well, fast forward to 2020. What do you make of this side?
2: Well, it's a great side. It's I think it's it's got plenty of punch. Uh, you know, kick out on, on the edge. Um, you know, young Stephen Crichton's just sort of just come out of nowhere. Obviously, you know, there was big raps on him, but to come out and 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 play the the high standard that he is, you know, week in week out. I think these young kids are just come in. There's just no baggage on them. You know, they're out there just going, just yeah. love playing. They love being around each other. They. The, the The closeness of the team is 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 evident by the way that they are conducting themselves on the field and and um, you know when they're screwing tries, when they're you know making tackles, you know they're, they're yahooing yeah. and they're all over themselves, and you can just tell that um, you know when a team's got showing that sort of commitment to each other, uh, the confidence is high, yeah. and you know they they can they can do anything.
0: You mentioned confidence and commitment, also a really high level of self-belief. A lot of young local kids. Can you see the similarities to your 2003 side?
2: Yeah, I think there is. You know, it certainly is. You know, we we at the time we had, you know, Luke Rooney, uh, Lukey Lewis, Shane Rodney, Lukey Swain. House was uh, yeah, had a couple of years then. Yep. But there was guys there that was just come through and had a little bit of experience. But, um, you know, it, it's 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 definitely definitely similar you know yeah, maybe we had a few more older heads in our team um you know because yep. obviously myself you know you had ryan um langy sats uh you know tony tony had been playing a fair, fair bit of football so yep. i think we we had a little bit more experience than than the Penrith team yeah. at, at present i think i think that's the only difference mate you know but um that doesn't that, that doesn't hold sway. I think in in what this team can do because I think they've just they've got a a great style of, of footy um, and they're riding they're riding the wave, mate. They're riding the wave at the moment. You look at me and, and you look at Melbourne or the Roosters where they're battle hardened in those in those big games and I think that's where the high pressure stakes. You know that's the thing that they need to overcome. And you, no one knows until they get out there and have a crack, mate. You know what I mean?
0: So. How does a young bloke keep nerves and pressure in check? Because it's a different type of footy mentally.
2: I think it's just the team itself not not getting away from what they've done well all, all season. You know, just playing, yeah. going through the same same motions that they they have been uh, at the moment. They're, they're playing to a high level of you know ball control. You know, Nathan's kicking game is amazing. He's he's conducting that that team just like he's just orchestrating everything from mm. for the team. Appy's just given. Nathan, the time because he's getting out of dummy half and doing his job, and it's just continually doing that job. If they're all doing those those the small things right, and um, you know, completing the way that they do, uh, it's just it's in the big moments. It's the big moments where they need to step up, and that's that's their next goal. The next goal is them for the step up in those big occasions and, and take their opportunities because those opportunities don't come as often as they do during the, week, uh, during the season.
0: Amazing. 12 months ago, and this isn't a slide on Jimmy Maloney, but we're all saying, wow, uh, geez, can Nathan steer this whole ship around without the experience of James Maloney? Well, Nathan seemingly has grown incredibly and immeasurably in 12 months.
2: He certainly has and I think that's what he needed too because you know it's it's nice to have that um you know that experienced guy at the behind you but you know as a halfback yeah. you need to take control it needs to be your team not the, not the five yeah. eights and that's what Nathan needed to learn. Yeah. I think uh, I think Trent Barrett's been an amazing influence on him this year. Um I don't yeah. think um, anyone can can doubt that that he's put his spin on on the way Nathan's sort of played and you know gave him the pointers that he yep. needed to, needed to do and and uh you know that's was Nathan's next step and he's taken that next step and it's just shown you how how much he's grown this year which is uh you know it's it's uh, you know for him to to do that it's a it's an amazing achievement but he knows himself that he's still got a you know a few more games to go to uh to get the big one to get the big one done
0: 17 years since your grand final and your premiership in 2003. Can you believe Scotty Sattler is still to this day calling himself Mr. 54th minute because of that tackle? I think grand final week is his favourite week of the year.
2: I, I think it is too, mate, because, you know, you try and organise a, a catch-up with him and he just – he has – um. He, you just can't get hold of him, mate. You know, he's on one, <laughs> junk, he's on one junket to the next junket. You know, it's it's – you know he, he thinks he's his old man. You know he's old man had, had <laughs> all over him. You know, so. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. You know, but that, the one thing is, is that that's what the big moments are. You know, he had to come up with that big big moment. You know, poor old Toddy Byrne. You know, getting run down by a, a lock. You know, he's
4: yeah.
2: It's, uh, he'd be devastated. But um, you know, sometimes you know when you want to get there, you, you just get there, and that's what Satsy did.
0: Thanks for dropping in, Gowie. Anytime, Ramo. Cheers, brother. In what's been a really tough year for a lot of people and a lot of these athletes who have been forced to live under extreme conditions, it'd certainly be the feel-good story of 2020. The Panthers against the odds and winning the comp. Unless, of course, you're a paratragic, then it'd suck. Now, we're not just going to limit ourselves to only footy talk or just footy. There'll be an NRL bias, of course. That's my background. But we've already interviewed motor racing legends, Both two and four wheels, boxers, wrestlers, Muay Thai world champions, some really cool sports chat. But this show is as much about the completely random stuff as well. The type you just won't hear anywhere else. This is serious shit we just need to know. And here is the great Gordon Tallis. Stepbrothers or Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber. Quinella or exactor? Quinella. Toilet paper, folder or scruncher? Scrunch. Rambo or Rocky? Rocky. Batman or Superman? Batman. Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Muhammad Ali. Beauty or brains? Beauty. Pineapple on pizza? Yes. What goes on first? Socks or pants? Socks. Ford or Holden? Holden. On an aeroplane, does the middle seat get both armrests? No. 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 I'm always a window seat, mate, that's mine. Okay. Favourite social media platform? Instagram. Sunday Arvo, mates or misses. Misses. Kissing, eyes open or shut? Both. Santa Claus or Easter Bunny? Santa Claus. Will Wiley Coyote ever catch the road runner and how? I hope so. Because I'm over him. I'm over radar. Right if you're enjoying Andy Raymond Unfiltered, we'd love for you to go to Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating and review. And if being polite doesn't work, maybe bribery will. One lucky reviewer wins an unfiltered trucker's hat every week. It's that easy. Write a review and win. This week's winner is actually a former State of Origin player and a guy who played for the Seagulls and Cowboys here, then spent maybe seven or eight years killing it in the UK. Adrian Vowles, you're a hat winner. Thanks for your review. We've actually gone deep undercover like the great Axel Foley to discover who's leaving the reviews. The Apple Analytics have told us... Scotty 23 is a well-hung sex beast, the Krell Master deserves a pay rise, and Dunga 23 needs to get off the piss for a weekend. This could get out of control, but guys, thank you very much for your reviews. For some reason, it helps on the business side of things, pushing us up the charts. On this edition of the Weekly Watch, Rugby League's most feared, most respected columnist, cute, cuddly, but dangerous... Not sure about the first two tags, though. It's the Mole 2020. What a year. Moley, what's been our feel-good story
3: of the year? Andy, I think you'd have to say the the Warriors. Like uh, They've they've become everyone's second favourite team, haven't they? And and, and this is the club that uh, continually disappointed uh, over recent years when things were good. Uh, All of a sudden, we've had the year from hell. Uh, They've... Uh, been forced to play just about every game away from home. Uh, players got homesick and left. Uh, they've, they've had to pick up scraps from rival clubs. Uh, they sacked their coach. And, and since Todd Payton, who's a mate of mine, uh, has come in and, and done a, a wonderful job, I think they've won almost 50% of their games and got rip, ripped off on a couple of games. Could have almost made the eight. So, uh you know, I, I think the Warriors have just been a, a wonderful story and you know? I think everyone in league has embraced them.
0: Who's Molley's best buy of the season? Do you have just one?
3: Yeah, I have. I, I went through all the teams and and there haven't been a lot, but the, I guess the one standout is uh, is Regan Campbell-Gillard at uh, the Eels uh, and, and it's mainly because Henrik were happy to let him go last year. Mm. He, he had a, a pretty ordinary season last year and you'd You'd swear it's a, a different guy with a porn star, Mo, uh, running around for the Eels. He, he's just blitzing them. And, uh, of course, the irony of it is that uh, the Panthers are paying a fair bit of his wage this year, and he's absolutely slaying them. Who's the biggest improver
0: in Moly's eyes for the season?
3: I'll take one from left field, and I'll, I'll, I'll throw you Jamal Fogarty from the uh, the Titans, and the and, Love it. But, and the Titans have uh, you know, they're not gonna make the eight, but gee, I reckon they'll make it next year with the players they've bought and the, the coach they've got in Justin Holbrook, who who who's, you know, really knows his stuff. But uh Jamal Fogarty couldn't make the the Titans squad uh, the start of the year. They they told him he wasn't wanted. Uh then he became a development player. Uh now he's uh first grade co captain for a couple of games and uh, killing him. He's he struggles a bit in defence, but, gee, he can, can do some good things with the ball, and uh, he's one of the reasons that the, the Titans are the best team in Queensland. Yes.
0: Who's the most underrated player of the year? The one that doesn't get the headlines and is probably happy not getting them but deserves them?
3: Oh, that's, uh, that's a, a tough one because uh, some players are, are, are rated by some and uh, and not, not by others. Yeah. Uh, I reckon uh, – a test player, uh, but he plays in a team of stars, and that's uh, Joey Manu at the Roosters. Yeah. Uh, you, know, or, or you, you you get the uh, Luke Kearys, Jake Friend, uh, Boyd Cordner, uh, the Morris boys all, all getting the wraps. But, uh, geez, Joey Manu, he's just consistent every week, does his job. Uh, uh, we, we saw Tedesco out and he went to fullback yeah. and, and did well there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's, he's another one from left field, but uh, uh, really doing the job. And if the Roosters win the comp, I think it'll be uh, largely because of him.
0: There's some candidates for coach of the year.
3: Who do you single out? Well, as I was saying, it, 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 it's a bizarre one. Uh, but Todd Payton would have to be right up there. Yeah. But, uh on, on the balance of it, I think Craig Bellamy is is the best coach in the league simply because he he just manages to turn average players into very good ones, and he's been doing it for twenty years. But this year, if you're basing it solely on this season, you'd have to go Ivan Cleary. I think they're about twenty to one to win the comp at the start of the year. Uh, they've taken out the minor premiership and and they've done it comfortably. Um, you know, people keep waiting for him to fall. They've won, what, 13 in a row or something? Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he's done the job. And uh, I guess the big question now is can, can he keep on doing it? Uh, and I, I don't see any reason why he can't. Moly,
0: you've got contacts at every club. Who's going to be the most nervous coach to begin 2021?
3: Oh, well, well, from what we've seen this year, they're all going to be nervous, aren't yeah. they? We've we've never seen a year of uh, of more coach sackings I think than this year um I reckon Desi Hassler at Manly will be feeling the heat uh and you know you, the the odd thing is they're, they're about to re-sign him but they they they've had a, an awful year Manly uh, for a team that was very close to premiership favorites at the start of mm. the year uh, of course um things are you know out of his control the 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 injury to Turbo Tom was devastating and, and they've had plenty of other injuries. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think there's a few question marks about Manly even for next year starting now. So, uh, you know, Dez will want to win some games early. Okay, Molly, who
0: wins it? Who are our premiers? Is it a three-peat for the Chookies?
3: Yeah, to me it's it's going to be one of those three, the Roosters, the Panthers or the Storm. Yep. The, the, the others I think will... Uh, do some damage in the finals but they're really just making up the numbers this season it's really been all about last man standing hasn't it that you know injuries have just killed off some teams one of the major reasons behind the Panthers success is that they haven't had the injury curse that some of these teams have had Uh, they've got a good young fit side and I can see them going all the way Nathan Cleary just Superb! Uh, his combination with Kikau, no one seems to be able to stop him. They've got great young uh, outside backs like uh, Crichton and Toho. So uh, yeah, I'll go to the Panthers. Uh ah, to be
0: young and fearless and confident all over again. Tone, where can we find you on social media?
3: Yeah, mate. Uh, I, I uh, write for Wide World of Sports, uh, but uh, my real strength is Twitter, where I've got almost. 150,000 followers. There, the only bloke with more than me is uh, Sammy Burgess, and I'll get him one day. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, look for <laughs> look for at nine underscore molly on Twitter.
0: The weekly watch drops every Thursday next week. A whole range of new segments, topics, and guests, and the mailbox debuts. Your questions, my answers. Ask whatever you want. Nothing's off limits because it's unfiltered. Send an email and your question to mailbox at RaymondUnfiltered.com.au and why not we'll give another hat away to the best question and before we go so back to the real world we go have a great week legends and don't forget to back pikey in the last